You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. All right, hello, and welcome to Morning Breath. I am Brian. I'm one of the pastors here at East Coast Christian Center, and I get the honor of uh, sharing the word and uh, digging into the Word of God together with you guys out there. Morning Breath listeners, thanks for being a part of this with us. If you're getting it locally here in Brevard County or globally through a podcast or even locally through a podcast or through um, Spotify or all the ways it's available out there, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of the show with us. It is a, it's an honor to be able to open up the Word and, and really just talk about what God breathes on. The show is meant to be a daily devotion. It's meant to be you know, a way for us to get in the Word of God on a regular basis and uh, let God speak to us. And so today, I get to do that with a couple of friends in the studio with me. I got Isaac. Isaac Eberts, how are you doing, my friend? Hey, I'm doing great, Pastor Brian. How are you? You know, I'm always terrified when I say your last name, like oh, I'm going to jack it up. Yeah. How did, I it? don't even, did you just say Eberts or Eberts? I said Eberts. Oh, that's good. That's right. Oh, you know, I, you know my... In my head, it always takes me back to Cubert, like which was oh, a yeah. game when I was a kid. It was a really fun. It was like it was like as low tech as you could get of a game. Oh yeah, because you know we were on Ataris and stuff like with joysticks and like, one fun. buttons and things like that. You know, but, I respond to Eberts, which is okay. you know wrong. I mean, I think my college graduation they said Eberts. There you go. So I'm like I'm it's used fine. to it. I'm fine. totally used to it. So fine. no worries. Anyway, Isaac's across <laughs> the table from me. I uh, it's the first time we get to do the, the show together. It uh, is. I don't often get to sit in on on days that you are are with us as a co-host. So I'm I get honored. to do that today and uh thanks for let's let's see what the word has to say and we get to do it together we also have in the studio nick how are you doing my friend i'm doing well dude how the faders treating you that's what i want to know yeah are they, they kind or are they're faders kind nice? this morning they're kind i yeah. see a lot of green lights i think that's a good thing yep green lights means go it's yep. go time you don't want to see red lights though no red lights yeah mm. green green means go and so i'm going to kick it over to you isaac tell people how to get on board with the show Go for it. Of course. The best way, we say this every single day on Morning Breath, is download our East Coast app. All you have to do is just go into your app store, whatever app store you might have, and search East Coast app, and it'll be the first result there. That is our church's app, but it doesn't just have stuff about our church. It has um, our community events on there. It has uh, past sermons um, from our pastors here. It has uh, events, and it has Morning Breath episodes. It has our chapter list. It has devotionals. It has so much stuff, so much content on there for you. Um, I would encourage you to download the app, and also, if you can't download the app, that's okay. You can also go to our website at eccc.us, and uh, that website will also have everything that the app has as well. Yeah, it's important, especially today. Like, we're starting a new chapter today, so if you had not known that, if you didn't, Mm -hmm. you know, you can call the office and get us to send you something out as well or an email that way. But if you didn't know and you're, like, trying to figure out, I wonder where they're going to be, well, we're in a new book of the Bible, the Gospel of Luke today, Luke chapter 1, which will be fun. But we got a few other things going on uh, coming up this summer that I want to draw your attention to again. Uh, we love kids. We love the generational ministries here at East Coast. And so we want to help you with your um, child rearing, with your camp needs and all the things um, going on over the summer. And so uh, we have a kids camp and a youth camp coming up. Um, the kids one is June 6th to the 10th. Isaac is passionate about this. He's involved in children's ministry here at East Coast. And so at our Cocoa campus, it'll be hosted out off of Friday Road uh, there in West Cocoa. And uh, it's from 8 to 4. It's Monday through Friday. It's all day, um, five days. And the cost is ninety nine dollars for the first child, then seventy five, and then free after the second. So if you got five kids or four, I got four kids. So for me, that would have been a great deal. That would be incredible. We also have TNT Youth Conference coming up later in the summer, July eleventh through the thirteenth. It'll be hosted here locally. In the past, we've gone away to youth camp. We're hosting a youth conference here uh, this year. Excited about that. Excited about all that God's going to do in that and the freshness of that. And so. Uh, if you have a middle school through high schooler actually going into seventh grade or going out of twelfth grade, that range, 
Uh, we'd love to partner with you and have your child come or your young person come. All the pricing and all of that is available on our app or on the website. You can get all the details of either one of those camps and conferences. And uh, we want to be a blessing to your kids, your young people, and they are forever changing the world. And I'm excited. I'm passionate about that. I spent 10 years or 15-ish years either serving or um, leading our youth ministry here at East Coast. And so I am, uh, It's I don't know, I'm just real passionate. i got four of them at my house, too, that are all going to that youth conference this That's summer, awesome. which should be cool. So first time that all four of them get to go together. Wow. i got an incoming seventh grader and an outgoing 12th grader, and four of them, you know, all are in that space, yeah. and they're excited. They're and raising how, funds. how many of them are going to be in the band? Uh, I two, think three? I think one or two or okay. three. I'm not even sure. Like, <laughs> so, well, I, yeah, Rachel. Yeah. So my oldest sings and plays bass guitar. My uh, my middle son uh, or my second child, uh, Micah. He uh, he sings, and then the third one plays bass guitar as well and sings. And so I'm not sure who's doing what. I they'll they'll all be there. I don't know. I'll be surprised to see. Um, and I awesome. honestly don't ask the question because I don't want to be like, oh, they didn't get a chance or who's getting a chance. Yeah. And I don't influence any of that. I just stand back and watch and it's exciting. So hey, that's good. I'm excited. My to wife see is a musician. Or two or three of them. Let's go. I'm excited. They'll all be around. <laughs> I'm not musical that way. And so I'm like, man, they're doing a great job. And I can't tell if they're doing good or bad or anywhere in the middle. So it's good stuff. Anyway, let's get in the book of Luke. We got 80 verses today. This is like one only? of the longest. Uh, yeah, only 80. We got a we got a lot to get through here, and uh, we'll see what God um, you know has breathed on as we've looked at it um, before the show and as we do it together. Um, how about you read through forty, and I'll pick it up in forty one. Is that all right? Sounds great. I've got the New American Standard, and you've got the New Living Translation. All right, I say to you, Isaac, read, sir. Many people have set out to write accounts about the events that have been fulfilled among us. They used the eyewitness reports circulating among us from the early disciples. Having carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I also have decided to write an accurate account for you, most honorable Theophilus, so you can be certain of the truth of everything you were taught. When Herod was king of Judea, there was a Jewish priest named Zechariah. He was a member of the priestly order of Abijah, and his wife Elizabeth was also from the priestly line of Aaron. Zechariah and Elizabeth were righteous in God's eyes, careful to obey all of the Lord's commandments and regulations. They had no children because Elizabeth was unable to conceive, and they were both very old. One day, Zechariah was serving God in the temple, for his order was on duty that week. As was the custom of the priests, he was chosen by lot to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and burn incense. While the incense was being burned, a great crowd stood outside praying. While Zechariah was in the sanctuary, an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing to the right of the incense altar. Zechariah was shaken and overwhelmed with fear when he saw him. But the angel said, Don't be afraid, Zechariah. God has heard your prayer. Your wife Elizabeth will give you a son in you are to name him John. You will have great joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the eyes of the Lord. He must never touch wine or other alcoholic drinks. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth, and he will turn many Israelites to the Lord their God. He will be a man with the spirit and power of Elijah. He will prepare the people for the coming of the Lord. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children, and he will cause those who are rebellious to accept the wisdom of the godly. Zechariah said to the angel, How can I be sure this will happen? I'm an old man now, and my wife is also well along in years. Then the angel said, 
I am Gabriel. I stand in the very presence of God. It was he who sent me to bring you this good news. But now, since you did not believe what I said, you will be silent and unable to speak until the child is born. For my words will certainly be fulfilled at the proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah to come out of the sanctuary, wondering why he was taking so long. When he finally did come out, he couldn't speak to them. Then they realized from his gestures and his silence that he must have seen a vision in the sanctuary. When Zechariah's week of service in the temple was over, he returned home. Soon afterward, his wife, Elizabeth, became pregnant and went into seclusion for five months. How kind the Lord is, she exclaimed. He has taken away my disgrace of having no children. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, But how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. Was it me? Verse 41. When, <laughs> sorry. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she cried out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how and how has it happened to me that the mother of my Lord would come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary said, My, my soul exalts the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. For he has regard for the humble state of his bond slave. For behold, from this time on, from this time on, all generations will count me blessed. For the mighty one has great things for me, and the and holy is his name. And his mercy is upon generation after generation towards those who fear him. He has done mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who were proud in the thoughts of their heart. He has brought down rulers from their thrones and has exalted those who were humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent away the rich empty-handed. He has given help to Israel, his servant, in remembrance of his mercy. And he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and his descendants forever. And Mary stayed with her about three months and then returned to her home. Now the time had come for Elizabeth to give birth, and she gave birth to a son, 
Her neighbors and her relatives heard that the Lord had displayed his great mercy towards her, and they were rejoicing with her. And it happened that on the eighth day, they came to the, they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to call him Zacharias after his father. But his mother answered and said, No, indeed, but we shall call him John. And they said to her, There is no one among your relatives who is called by that name. And they were and and they made signs to his father as to what he wanted to be called. And he asked for a tablet and wrote as follows, His name is John. And they all were astonished. And at once his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed, and he began to speak in praise of God. Fear came on all those living around them, and all these matters were, were being talked about in all the hill area, hill country of Judea. All who heard them kept them in mind, saying, What then will this child turn out to be? For the hand of the Lord is certainly with him. After his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord of Israel, for he has visited us and accomplished redemption for his people, and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of David his servant. And he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from old, salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy towards our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to Abraham our father to grant us that we being rescued from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all of our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give to his people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercies of our God, with which sunrise from on high will visit us, to shine upon those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. And the child continued to grow, and he became strong in spirit, and lived in the desert until the day of his public appearance in Israel. Amen. Oh, man. I, I missed you it. I, I missed, missed it. I'm sorry. And I messed you up, too. It was a delay. The I, stall. I, I, it's it's okay. fine. Oh, and then when we were switching. We can practice. You want to do it again? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Here. Ah, uh, man. man. There it is. There it is. Let it be so. All right. So. Great have, chapter. Oh, my Great gosh. chapter. There's wow. A, there's a whole lot going on here. Of course, 80 verses, and we're starting out a new book. There's a lot to be said about the book of Luke and who Luke was, and really Luke is a detail guy. If you if you know your Gospels, if you read the Gospels through before, you're going to see a lot more detail in Luke's um, account of of you know walking with Jesus and and all that he's reporting here in the Gospels. And so we got 80 verses. We got a lot of detail here. We got a lot going on with John the Baptist. We got a lot going on with the, the birth of Jesus and the you know the the, the prophetic you know hey this is going to happen. Uh, Mary you know. Here we go. Um, a, a few things for me. I, I guess I just want to. I want to start out by saying, you know, I, I really appreciate the detail of Luke. Like some people are like, oh my gosh. Like I just would rather read Mark because it's just kind of to the point and let's go. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I appreciate the detail of Luke only because there's there's a little bit more. Um, maybe history like written into the moments um if that makes sense i'm not a real history buff like honestly i'm not like a you know a, a war guy or you know looking back on history and reading history books but i i just appreciate even you know recently i was in israel i actually went to israel with your parents isaac and it was a great yeah. time and um, i got to spend some time over there and so as i read my bible things come to life especially in the book of luke right now where there's a little bit more detail and it puts me back into spaces that i've actually walked in wow. israel you know yeah. and so for me it's a little bit better like there's actually more going on there and so i just really appreciate that i appreciate the the detail of you know like the the statements of elizabeth was very old right like you know like <laughs> yeah. the thoughts of that that it wasn't just hey elizabeth you know gave birth to this son over here and you know it was john yeah you know, right like yeah. we get to hear and see the the detail even of you know zachariah going into the temple and you know just kind of dealing with you know some of that um 
I don't know, just just some of the detail mm-hmm. of, you know, all of the experiences and you can kind of get into the story a little bit deeper with them. And so, you know, I appreciate that. I, I, the thing that stuck out to me, I guess I'll start with this. One of the things in, in verse 24, 25, the end of 25, it says, this is the way the Lord has dealt with me in the days when he looked with favor upon me, he took away my disgrace among men. And this is talking about Elizabeth who was barren at a very old age. And um, you think about, you know, I, I have some friends who have, who have dealt with, you know, giving birth and not being able to have children and wanting to have children and just kind of the weight of that. And, the you know, there's something built into a woman's heart to, to be a mother, you know, and to yeah. most most women just have a lot of passion to to be a mom and to, you know, experience that and have walked through some really hard times. And maybe you're out there and you're listening to this and it's maybe even kind of evoking some, some of the weight of, you know, not being able to, be, you know, bear children or you've kind of wrestled through that process. And I love that that God wants to take disgrace off of people, regardless, you know, in, in our era, in our age, it's still a thing that's out there, but not nearly as heavy as it might have been in this era where, you know, your children were like your legacy, you know, and it is what's going to carry on. And even having walked in Israel, you see how, you know, families would kind of expand their their homes to like include you know, their, their children, their grandchildren, and everyone would kind of be in that. And if you didn't have that, you would feel different and you mm-hmm. would look different in a, in a community and that sort of thing. And so I just, I can, I feel the weight of that. When I read that, yeah. I take away my disgrace among men. Like I think about some of the people in our community that might feel things like that, and I just love the idea that God is in the business and has been in the business of taking disgrace and shame off of people forever. And so I want to help people walk in that. I feel that's part of our call is you know as as leaders in a in a church community is to go, hey, let's help people not not feel like they're under this burden, under this weight. You know, Jesus said, come to me all who are weary and heavy laden. I'll give you rest, right? Like my yoke is easy. My burden is light. And so Jesus came to set people free of this disgrace and this heaviness and this burden. And uh, you might carry all sorts of burdens today. It might be around bearing children or not. There's just a ton of things that we could, that can get on us, if you will, that are heavy. And um, we don't need to carry those things. God has a plan for that. It was through Jesus. And so anyway, that stuck out to me today. What do you think about any of that? That's so good. I honestly love, I'm, I'm a person who questions a lot of things. Yeah. Like I want to, when, when I was growing up, my mom said that I would uh, sit by the dishwasher. Yeah, the dishwasher? Yeah, yeah, dishwasher. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of like, I get that in the washing machine mixed up for some reason. No, it was well, a dishwasher. they wash things, it's good. Yeah, maybe I'll call it after this. And, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's a dishwasher. And I would like open it and close it just to see what like mechanism would start the dishwasher, yeah, yeah. right? Turn it on. Just, turn yeah, because yeah. it would like automatically turn on when you yeah. close it. And I tried to figure out what button did that, right? In the fridge that has that button where like it closes and it turns off the light, yeah, turns yeah. on the light. And so I was like that from You mean it kid. turns off? It doesn't stay on all the time inside there? Oh, I just spoiled some. Uh, Uh-oh, some, spoiler alert. I just spoiled it for Pastor <laughs> Brian. <laughs> and I love how Luke started off this saying, having carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I have decided to write an accurate account, Yeah. right? And so the people who were questioning, did re- Jesus really yeah. raise from the dead? Did, you know, Mary, re- was she really a virgin who gave birth to yeah. the, the son of God? I mean, did that really happen? Because it seems a little far-fetched and even the people living in this or they oh, yeah. didn't they didn't have a bible they oh, didn't yeah. they didn't see everything from start to finish yeah and so i just think that for a person who questions everything it's cool to see uh this book luke right and see luke uh go out and investigate everything to make sure it is factual and to make sure all the details are there so that way when i read this i don't really have a lot of questions i'm not saying yeah. wow did that really happen right because so many people including luke scrutinized this and made sure that it was accurate and made sure that it could stand the time because reading a lot of this it doesn't feel like this was 
2,000 plus years ago. It feels like this is a story, just how it's written and and how the story comes to life. I mean, this feels like it could have happened a year ago, right? I mean, someone getting barren and, you know, filled the Holy Spirit. Like, these are all things that can happen today. And I just think that's so encouraging. Like, we, I can read this and think, okay, it's biblical times. But no, I mean, I think everything in here can happen today. You know, prophecy and filled the Holy Spirit and getting salvation and, and you know, Zechariah was ta- prophesying about when Jesus comes, forgiveness, right? People will be saved of their sins. And that's all happening in this chapter written thousands of years ago, but that's also happening today. That's good. And it's just so encouraging. It really just draws me in closer to the gospel. And, and that's just something I really, really love. Yeah, the benefit that we have is that we are looking in a rearview mirror, right? Like, or we're looking back on history. We're looking back on a, on a series of events that Luke was actually doing the same. It's not like he was like journaling this and writing this, what we see as scripture as mm-hmm. it was happening, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's a reflection back and giving an accurate representation of what people had been taught is literally what it says here. And okay. so he's going, hey, I'm going to put this on paper. I'm going to write this thing down. But in doing so, you know, we read now, like you said, we're, we're 2,000 years down mm-hmm. the road and we look back and we go, this is a, this actually, I can see how this could have been the case. And then, so I've, like I said, I was recently in Israel and I walked on some of these places where like, you know, where this stuff's going on. Like I've walked through towns yeah. and, you, and now they've excavated, you know, down to, you know, the what it looked like, the original cities would have looked like and such. And it's making it more and more real and more and more where they were actually trying to interpret what they were seeing as it was happening. And um, I just, I'm, I'm thankful that we are in the in the era that we're in where we can look back and we have access to the scripture, we have access to so much that we can look back and kind of piece it all together and go, wow, the power of God is real. And because we live in an era where the power of God is still real, mm-hmm. it's not this thing that just happened once yeah. back there. It's still happening. Like you said, we get to actually put the pieces together and actually live it out with the with the full book in front of us, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't have the, any book. They, they yeah. I mean, they literally had like some Old Testament, like they're trying to like recite the, you know, the stories of old, like the the, mm-hmm. the early Old Testament stuff. And we have the full picture. And even the picture that we have is not the full picture, right? Like one day we're going to see Jesus and we're going to know him as we're known now. Like that's an incredible thing that I, I just, there's so much here. I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm kind of bummed that we're like, we're almost out of time and we <laughs> barely got to talk about much in this chapter. But um, I love verse 37 it says, for nothing will be impossible with God. That was the declaration of, you know, what had, what had come to pass that somebody in the moment of seeing the power of God goes, there is nothing impossible with God. And I, I just want to live that way. I want to live with a, with a, on the edge of my seat, there's nothing impossible with God. Verse 37, 137 says, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, behold, the bond slave may it be done in me and according to your word. Like she's just going, hey, as you want it, God, I'm in. I realize that this is bigger than me, more powerful than I could do myself. I couldn't do this myself, nor would I, in her state, in, engage and not even married yet. Would I want it to be that way? But I'm gonna, I'm gonna live this out and according to your word. We're gonna take so a break, good. and uh, we'll be right back. You are listening to the Morning Breath podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone. 
So come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living and Memory Care Community, located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. You know, as I uh, as I shared that um, before the break, verse uh, 37, for nothing will be impossible with God, I, I realized that, you know, in this chapter, we see two times where, the, where a, I don't know, an angel would show up and speak to somebody. And um, the way that the word was... Um, was brought about or was brought to the earth in the Old Testament days and before Jesus was through a prophet or through an, you know, an angel or something this way. And so we see just continually, like verse 12 says, Zechariah that was troubled when he saw the angel and fear gripped him. And I just think, well, come on, dude. It's like, why would you be afraid? Like, what do you got to be scared of? Like you're in the presence of, you know, well, I think I would probably be pretty freaked out too. Mm-hmm. But then in the idea that, hey, nothing's impossible with God, I love that there's confirming words for these things. Each yeah. of the times, like we see where the where an angel has shown up and spoken to um, these folks, there's 
like think about the pressure of Mary becoming pregnant outside of wedlock and going to, you know, her relative Elizabeth, who actually had had a similar experience where not not like, you know, exact experience, but the same idea that, hey, I was, you know, I was yep. barren and look what God did, yeah. right? Yep. And they could share their testimony, share their stories together. How much more so in the era that we live in should we be telling our story? And that, that's yeah. what really jumps out at me is going, hey, you could be afraid of maybe what God's talking to you about or what God would be showing you, but have is there somebody in your life you can go to, you could run to and tell the story and let yeah. them confirm that word? Because in that confirmation of that, there's such great power that we yeah. get to do it together. I mean, like this show, we can read the word of God. There's things that jump up. And the confirming part of that is so powerful. And so I just encourage you, get around some other people, share the word with some people, and watch what God can do, because nothing is impossible. So good. Amen. All right. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.